I'm Jeff Nally from the Cromwell Ag Radio Network for AgriPulse Open Mic, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance, a leading provider of financial services for agriculture producers and agribusiness in the United States, adding value with industry expertise, client-focused solutions, and long-term business relationships. This week's guest on Open Mic is our Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Bilsack. Mr. Secretary, I'd hope that by this time you'd already have the details of a new farm bill in place. The laws and regs would already be written and we'd be ready to go for 2013. Not the case. Uh, Jeff, unfortunately, it's not the case. Uh, And uh, obviously very, very frustrating for producers and for folks uh, out in rural America. Uh, And you have to kind of scratch your head you know, the Senate passes a bill, the House Ag Committee passes a bill, and it just seems to be stuck right now. House leadership uh, apparently doesn't see this as a priority uh, to get done, uh, which is making it very difficult for Chairman Lucas uh, to negotiate uh, with Chairwoman Stebenow and get this thing wrapped up. Uh, serious differences about the commodity title, and they haven't gotten to, to discuss any of the other differences because they can't get past the commodity title. On one particular vein, there is fear that the fiscal cliff would find a deal, legislation would be put together, and the farm bill would still be wanting. In essence, we'd miss the train. Uh, right. Uh, and, and an additional risk, uh, Jeff, is that uh, uh, as part of that deal, money may be taken from farm programs, but the flexibility to redesign the programs might be lost. Uh, which is a concern that I've expressed uh, to both the chairman and the chairwoman uh, about this, that they can't uh, assume uh, that they're going to have the flexibility uh, and the resources. Uh, It's very easy for the speaker, the president, the majority leader of the Senate to say we need uh, $25 billion or we need $30 billion savings. We'll take it from the farm programs uh, and we'll do it uh, in, you know, this this particular way, and all of a sudden, uh, options are, are, are limited, flexibility is lost, and the resource is no longer there. I may sound political in suggesting, but Chairwoman Stabenow, Democrat Chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, was musing whether Chairman Lucas of the House Agriculture Committee, Republican, actually had the full support of the Speaker's office in actually including a five-year farm bill in any fiscal cliff uh, legislation that might come this year. I don't get the sense that it's a priority for the speaker. Um, and, uh, you know, this is part of the reason why, Jeff, the other day I, I, I suggested that, uh, you know, rural America needs to, needs to understand what's happening uh, with declining populations, uh, you know, folks playing by the rules, working hard, uh, needing uh, the government to step up in the face of a disaster and a drought, uh, the need for certainty in the farm bill, uh, but yet no real rush uh, to get it done. Uh, when was the last time that was the case? Uh, this would not have happened 10 years ago, would not have happened 20 years ago. There would have been an urgency, a sense of urgency, uh, which we, we just don't have. The uh, president has called for the passage of a farm bill. I certainly have been calling for it. Uh, leaders in, in the ag community have called for it, uh, but there just doesn't seem to be the, the desire to get it done. Uh, and I will tell you, I don't think this is going to get any easier if we if we wait until next year and, and uh, start with a new Congress and start from scratch. With, the re- with regard to the president, do you think this is enough of a priority that he can insist that a five-year bill be there, or will he at this point take the lead of the Congress? Well, I, I, the president's been very clear. He wants a farm bill, um, and uh, that's why we've been working. That's why we've brought the folks together to, to restart discussions. That's why we continue to provide technical assistance and urge them to find that elusive middle ground. 
Uh, I do think Chairman Lucas's hands are a bit tied. Uh, I, you know, perhaps I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, uh, I guess the best way to prove that I'm wrong is to is to see a negotiated resolution to the differences in the commodity title. Once that gets worked out, uh, then I think the rest of the issues can be easily resolved. And and so you have a package if there's a vehicle, if it's a Hurricane Sandy bill, or if it's a uh, a, a resolution of the fiscal cliff, uh, you just attach it as the caboose, so to speak, as the train leaves the station. When we look at the situation that we're in right now, there are geographical differences in what folks want in policy. Uh, one particular congressman from Ohio challenging uh, the, the the chairman of the Ag Committee and the ranking member to say, make sure that you don't create a policy that has farmers planning for a price and at a program as opposed to for a market. Well, we've always had those differences of opinion, but we've always been able to work it out because there's been a sense of urgency and a need to get it worked out for the benefit of those who are living, working, and raising their families in rural areas. Uh, there's tremendous potential in rural America. There's tremendous momentum uh, in, in rural America, and I just fear that this uncertainty is going to make it much more difficult, uh, especially in, uh, in light of the, the drought and especially in light of the circumstances that dairy operators and livestock operators are going to find themselves in if, the, if this thing doesn't get worked out. Well, here you are past mid-December now, headed toward the end of the year, and as Secretary of Agriculture, uh, you can't just implement a 1949 farm law on December 31st. Are you already working in that direction, or when do you pull the trigger and and start moving the train down that line? Well, w- legally, we can't do anything until after uh, the the, uh, the end of the year. Uh, but we obviously have looked at what we would have to do, uh, and we've reached out to, uh, especially in the dairy area, we've reached out to uh, some of the larger co-ops to talk to them about what their plans are so that we are ready if we have to pull the trigger. I will tell you, Jeff, it's the last thing I want to do. Uh, but if nothing gets resolved and nothing gets done, and there is no extension, uh, there's very little choice. I would correlate this to moving back to Model T vehicles and telegraph instead of telephone. Am I close? Uh, you are. Uh, you know, you're talking about uh, extraordinarily high uh, support for milk, which will translate into high cost for consumers uh, at a time when, uh, you know, we're trying to get this economy back on track. Uh, the last thing consumers need uh, are, are, are higher food costs, especially in light of the drought that uh, may impact food, co- food costs already. Um, that's why we, we continue to urge folks to continue talking and can keep talking until uh, they find that elusive middle ground. The one that scares me the most is during this budget debate, as much as crop insurance has cost the past two years, as much as crop insurance has been so important to producers across the country, that it's the sore thumb that uh, those budget hawks go after, and we really lose a critical risk management tool. Well, this is why it's important for us, uh, when I say us, the people who know these programs, to make decisions about these programs. The last thing you want uh, is folks who are not very familiar with the details of the farm programs deciding that we can save X number of dollars from one aspect of the program or another. That's why it's just it's just critically important that we have leadership uh, on the House uh, to, to match the leadership in the Senate to get this done. Senator Roberts, uh, Senator Stabell, they want this done. Uh, uh, Representative Peterson and I think Representative Lucas want this done. But somebody's got to give uh, the chairman on the House side the green light uh, to sit down and actually get this get this resolved. About three years ago at the headquarters of the USDA, you and I talked in front of a group of broadcasters, and you mentioned that it was critical to keep rural America strong. 
so that we kept people in rural America so that agriculture didn't lose its voice in the Congress, uh, in the Senate, in the House, and its representation to make sure that farm policy comes to the forefront. As you spoke last week in Washington, I couldn't help but be reminded of that conversation when you're talking about rural America, a.k.a. our farm bill and other areas, just not the priority that it used to be. Well, and I think it's incumbent upon all of us uh, to, A, remind America of the importance of rural America, uh, the rest of America, the food supply, the water supply, the fuel and energy source, the outdoor recreational opportunities, the job creator, uh, the founding and enduring values of this country rooted in rural areas. So it's important to remind folks. But I I think it's also, uh, we've got to be honest and realistic about this. If we continue to see dwindling populations in rural areas, we're obviously going to continue to see fewer and fewer representatives who understand the importance of rural America and understand the investments that need to be made. Uh, I think we have to have a proactive message. I think there's extraordinary opportunity that we can tout. Uh, I think we have to have a concerted effort to convince our young people that there is cutting-edge opportunities in rural areas. I think we have to address the capital and the capacity needs that, that, that are out there, but it all can be done. However, you have to have uh, sort of the policy anchor to all of this, which is the Farm Bill. Uh, so it always comes back to that. Um, and, and I think we can reverse this. I think we can address the poverty issues in rural America. I think we can encourage young people that there's no better place to live, work, and raise a family and to make a difference for your country and the world than in rural America. But it's got to be proactive. We have to be willing to embrace diversity. We have to build relationships and coalitions and partnerships, and we have to continue to expand economic opportunity. All of that requires, I think, in part, uh, a farm bill and a, and a Congress that's, that senses the urgency of getting it done. As you alluded to, and as I would muse out loud, I don't see 2013 any easier to write a farm bill, A, from a budget perspective, B, from an economic standpoint, and C, from the new faces that have been elected to the Congress, that it clearly agriculture was not a priority on their ticket that put them where they are. Well, yeah, absolutely, Jeff. I mean, first of all, the budget's going to be much more difficult, especially if we go over the fiscal cliff. And if we don't, it's going to be because agreements have been reached to cut spending. All right. That's the first problem. The second problem is I don't think the baseline for the farm bill necessarily gets enlarged. The only way it gets enlarged is if there isn't a resolution and we actually do trigger the 1949 law. We've talked about how that's not in the best interest of anybody. Uh, so I don't think the baseline expands. Uh, in fact, it contracts. So our options are fewer. Uh, and I think in terms of time, it's going to take time to get those new uh, young members of Congress up to speed with the, the intricacies of ag policy. And if you take too much time, uh, you begin rolling into another election year. And we saw how, uh, how easy it was to get something passed in this election year. Uh, it would be just as difficult in 2014. So now is the time to get this done. I mean, we, we, we're almost there. We've got the Senate got a version. We've got the House Ag Committee got a version. We just need a little push uh, from House leadership uh, who, who basically have said they're going to try to address this. Boy, they got to get started. Here's the last one for you, and I know we're out of time. And I know that the Mississippi River is not under your control, but how closely are you monitoring that situation? And how big could that be with regard to agriculture, A, bringing inputs up, and B, taking grain south to our customers? Well, it's, uh, we're looking at this daily. Um, and I can tell you that we, uh, as a result of our advocacy and, and the president's attention to this, the Corps of Engineers is fast-tracked 
uh, efforts to try to clear up uh, the navigation channels uh, with some of the rocks that have been formed over there for quite some time. We're, the blasting is taking place. Uh, we've got uh, a, a process in which uh, channels are open during a period of time each and every day. Uh, there's a storm front coming through uh, the western part of the United States, which we hope will provide uh, needed uh, moisture and needed uh, flow. Uh, so we're watching this every day. Uh, we know that December, January, you could see as much as $7 billion of uh, ag product uh, go, uh, go down the river to port, uh, which is obviously important for markets. Uh, we're going to do everything we possibly can uh, to encourage the Corps to do everything it can do uh, to maintain that, uh, that navigation channel. Mr. Secretary, look forward to working with you in 2013 and beyond. God bless you and Merry Christmas. All right. Take care. Merry Christmas to you, too. Our guest on the AgriPulse Open Mic, Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack. I'm Jeff Nally. This week's program brought to you by Robo AgriFinance, a leading provider of financial services for agricultural producers and agribusiness in the United States, adding value with industry expertise, client-focused solutions, and long-term business relationships. The Robo AgriFinance nationwide network of relationship managers, insurance, and risk management specialists offer a comprehensive suite of services, including loans, crop insurance, and sophisticated risk management products, such as interest rate and commodity swaps. Robo AgriFinance is a division of Robobank, the premier bank to the global agriculture industry and one of the world's highest-rated privately held banks. For more information, contact Robo AgriFinance at 888-722-7766 or visit us online at RoboAg.com. For AgriPulse Open Mic, I'm farm broadcaster Jeff Nally.